Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Hey, friends. TJ Miller will be coming soon to a city near you. He's out touring every weekend. Next week, July 30 through 31, he'll be at the Kansas City Improv. He'll be in Wichita August 1st. He'll be in Appleton, Wisconsin at Skyline August 5th through 7th. And we will be together uh, performing Labor Day weekend in Irvine at the Improv there. So get tickets now. You can get all the details for all the weeks that he's performing at tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. Check it out, and it'll be good to catch up with you. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Why Why won't they let us open the windows all the way? Was there just this rash in the 1970s of people killing themselves out of these windows? Just falling out randomly? You know, suing, suing the ho- hotel on the way down, signing papers <laughs> with an attorney as they almost hit the ground? Well, that's, that's a flat out what people are afraid of. They're afraid that people are going to fall out. But no one falls out of windows. Even if you're drunk at a hotel, you don't fall out of the window usually. And You've never fallen out of a window? Well, Ever? I, I fell into a window. I've done that a couple of times. Have you fallen times. through a window? Nope. Just I've fallen in and around a window. Have you ever walked through a window pane? No, but a lot of Kate, us have done that. A lot of us. Kate did. She was trying out cool for these so dangerous. cute boys yeah. when she was like in junior high at the mall. And she just walked smack dab into a plate glass window because she thought that was the door. And she fell backwards and she was bleeding from her nose oh, and stuff. Okay. That's she wasn't bad. hurt. I mean, it was funny. You know, it's funny in retrospect. If I was there, I would have laughed. And maybe called her names. But now what's happened is because they've made it so we can only open the window crack, now we've all developed a fear of heights um, with regards to, you know, a really open window. You don't carry a window straw with you? I carry a snorkel, which I stick out the window, and that way I can breathe the old in wi- a hotel room. Window straw, window the old, snorkel? The old window straw snorkel technique, yeah. <laughs> which I use for all it the It requires a lot of packing. You have it's a, a whole packing. different suitcase. A lot of foresight. A lot of foresight. A lot of foresight. A lot of oxygen tanks. You know you know what really makes me sad is when I'm on the first floor and I have a, you know, a, a sliding glass door because then I can't use my snorkel. You can't use I mean, what, your window I mean, straw snorkel technique. That's a lot of extra weight yeah, exactly. to carry on a trip. That's the problem. You always ask, ask for the highest 
The highest window that you can get. The old room. snorkel window straw snorkel technique. The old straw window does it, snorkel. Does it make technique. things more authentic to say "old" at the start of it? I, I feel like it does. I feel like it this. makes it established rustic. in 1927. The old, the old hoverboard. Yeah. The old <laughs> uh, virtual reality. The rig. old scratch and weave technique. Like yeah. you, you, you I think with any if any technique yeah. is made better by adding "old." Yeah. You know, any yeah. play in sports, yeah. it's good to have the That's old. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna do the old switcheroo on it. Yeah, the old. We're, we're gonna pull the old flea flicker. We <laughs> flea flicker. Uh, okay, I know what this this moment takes in this game, you guys. The old banana bandana. The old <laughs> banana rat. That would be funny if they. Uh, come on, you guys don't know that one. Who? Nobody read their playbooks. That's what you could keep yelling if you were a coach. We're gonna do the old. It's an old. It's an old old playbook. The old. Yeah. The old. Nobody's looking at the old playbook (laughs) to find out what these old plays are, huh? Yeah. yeah. The old. The old Christopher socket. Come on. You know that one? That's where you plug a Christopher in and see if it lights up the field. Come on, guys. Nobody read the old playbook? Listen, I have a way of fixing all sports. Uh, and one, okay, I want to just tell you my way. I of, don't want to hear you say, don't allow women to play them. Okay? No, no, I'm not going to say that. that. I'm not going to say that. I would never say such a thing behind closed doors. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> but no, I, here's how you fix soccer. Soccer has a couple fundamental mistakes that I think would fix it. And it would be so easy to fix. It bothers me that they don't fix it, okay? Okay. First of all, when they lie down on the field and hold their body parts, just to indicate, you know, and that's why they have arms, just to point at the body parts that they're claiming are injured. If they're lying down for more than 30 seconds, they have to leave the game and not come back. Okay. That, I mean, that would fix that problem, right? Leave that game or leave the game of soccer completely? They can never play soccer again. They have to move to Portland, (laughs) Maine and start a woodworking shop. That's right. The old craft woodworking shop. (laughs) Ye old craft working woodman shop. It really slows the sport down that they lie around on the field writhing in pain and it's a lot of acting that's going on. Well, I think a big part of that is people think that soccer is not a tough guy's sport. Yeah, and And that's why they do that. and, and that. And that definitely contributes to that thought process. They are tough guys, but they have this sort of... Um, uh, they have an old chip they on their shoulder. Yeah, yeah, they do. The second thing, uh, there can't be shootouts at the end. Shootouts are too hard. So all you do is you have less players in overtime, and you have like 10 on 10, then 8 on 8, then 7 on 7, then 5 on 5. Well, you Eventually, you'll score. You do your Eventually, own, someone will uh, score. Okay? You do, you you can't do, do your the own old bracket shootouts. system. You can't you do, do the, the old shootouts. Shootout. That's like flipping a coin. Now, the third one is the most important. It's a little too hard to score. Score. To score. It's hard to score. It's hard to chew tobacco while you're trying it's to score. It's hard to and, uh, or Copenhagen while you're playing soccer. <laughs> now, it's hard to score, and this would solve it in an instant. I think the goal the is... The old Cope and Hagen. You, you could, no, it, yeah, the old, the old Cope and Hagen technique. <laughs> uh, this would fix soccer. This is the third thing, and you could take this to the bank and smoke it. <laughs> you could smoke this to the bank just between, take it. Just between, pants between your cheating gun, give it time to kick back and actually not lighten up. <laughs> Um, you love that ad. Uh, so this would fix soccer. This is the third thing. The goalies should all be under five foot tall. Really? Yeah. But if you had if, smaller goalies, no, you'd have then, more scoring, and it'd be exciting. But, but I don't the, need to see a six foot nine guy in the goal. But then anyone who could kick high would always score. But you just think there needs to be more. There scoring. needs to be. It needs to be more five four games, six five games. You know what? You know what that's like keeping the basketball hoop at that height, but hiring taller and taller players. 
There are. They made it yeah. easier and they easier, made it easier to score. Easier. Yeah, I, so basketball's, basketball's gotten ridiculous. Basketball, we're just rooting for the length of people's legs at this point. It's well, really all it is. No, because you've got uh, Steve Curry. 99% of us are eliminated at birth yeah, from basketball. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know? but what about Steve Curry always hits these three-pointers? Steph He's Curry. not that tall. Yeah, yeah. yeah Steph but, Curry. Well, if you're, friends, if you're friends with him, he prefers you, you call him Steve. Okay? <laughs> Actually, I'm, very, I'm very close to Steve, all right? So you can call him Steph, like, as in Stephanie. Yeah. But he doesn't like that. He likes to be a man, Steve. It's like you. Cash. It's funny because they. It's funny you say that because the reason Nike. I read an article. Nike lost hundreds of millions of dollars, maybe even billions, because when they were whining and dining him to get him to, uh, you know, represent their shoe, right. they said his name wrong and it bothered him and he went to Under Armour and basically put that whole company on the map. Is that and, true? Yeah, yeah. His first name. Um, is not pronounced. St- uh, I, it was either. I see. I don't. I call him Steph, to, but but they called him Stefan, but he prefers Stefan or or, or vice versa. I'm not sure which. Yeah. I should probably. Well, get that you right. can be if you can yeah. hit that many three pointers. They you were could be particular. Yeah, yeah. And when he showed up, they had a presentation for a previous guy, and they didn't change it for him. So he was like, "They don't care about me. Yeah, they're not making this personal." In any event, you don't think the five foot goalies would? I think it'd make the game very exciting. No, I think you're right. I mean, I you know. Now having talked, but now having talked about um, basketball and how it is easier and easier to score, yeah, you might want to do that, or you got to make the goalies hang from the top of the goalpost, and they can only stop with their feet. <laughs> they can only stop uh, like shots. That to be feet. so strong, though, right? Well, or you just string them up there. <laughs> and you know Jesus, what? Jesus have, style. No. Jesus style. <laughs> No, but they have what they do is you give them sort of wrist they loops cross, and they're yeah, up there, yeah. And so they're hanging from the top, and then they Crucif- can slide across it. You're saying basically, just come out and say it. You think there should be crucifix in each goal, where someone's hanging? Yeah. No, you. I mean, you're hanging both arms up, and then you can slide yourself either way. And then truly you hanging in. and dangling. And hanging, when the truly. team's on the other side, can you sit on top of the goalpost? Because that'd be fun for the goalie. Yeah, and then also uh, the goalies are allowed to wear shoes that are the size of platypus tails. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah. I mean, that's so much more exciting. There'd be so much more scoring. And then you'd have to be a really weird guy to want to be a goalie. Yeah. Goalies are already kind of different yeah. Yeah. kinds of guys. The goalie in my um, I mean, lacrosse team is a great yeah. friend of mine, Jake Lowenstein. He was very weird. He wasn't a super athletic dude, but he kind of was. And he was just, he was very short. And that was his whole thing. Was he all he wanted to do was be a goalie, and that's always a little weird. You're like, that's weird. You're going for that, because mm-hmm. even I wasn't like I want to be a goalie. I was a you know defenseman, like a long yeah. stick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Are a very good stickers? idea. Are there short stickers? Short stickers? Yeah, little really? shorties. Short sticks. Little sweet baby shorts. I play the short stick. Uh, no, those were like the attackmen and the middies, and then we had a six foot long pole that you could hit people with. My best position was odd man out. I like that. You tripped a little on odd, but you were too excited. You got, got excited to yeah. let it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I love this idea because if you okay, so you're sitting on top of the goal, yeah. and then you fall and make a, a save, fall into the ball. There'd be a, a word for that. What would they call that? Like a, a, a swooping save, maybe. The old sweep farp. <laughs> the old like sweep it. and fall. I like it. Um, so on the subject of Steph Curry and Stefan yeah, and Steve, yeah, yeah. so I went to, this is actually a great, I love this story. So I went to 
this place called Blue Mercury, which is like a high-end cosmetic stores in Manhattan. And Kate just went in to look at some of the um, lotions and things. And we, I got this lotion. It's actually little tiny packets of oil. And, um, you know, they're, they're really packaged very strangely. But you twist the top and it opens and then you put the oil on your face. It's great. Um, you get a lot with very little. But so we're in there. Little dab will do you. Little dab will do you. <laughs> A little dab will do you. Why don't people just say the whole thing instead of will do you? A little, a little dab will indeed do you. Well, you know, in Victorian times, that's how they said it. That's exactly they how they said precise. it. The old Victorian times. Ye old Victorian times. And so, would you even want to go to a fudge shop hey, that didn't have ye and all in front of it? You just walk on no. by that fucking fudge shop hey. Yeah. Um, so we got in there and it's spelled um, um, D-A-U-F-I-N or A-N. So it looks like, um, or no, no, the first name is D-A-R-P-H-I-N. And I said, oh, babe, they have Darfin. Because I like that particular, you know, yeah. like, and the woman did this thing that I hate that um, that French people do this all the time. But people who are snobby and work a place like this, she goes, "I said, oh, they have Darfin," and she goes, um, "Yes, we have Darfin." And I was like, "Oh, no, no, no it's Darfin." Um, and she goes, "I don't." And I said, "Well, I know the guy. You know, I know, um, I know him. He's, his name is uh, what was it?" Robert. Robert Darfin is what I said. And there was this great moment where she was like, there is a world where this guy is famous and knows this guy. And the guy's name is Robert Darfin. Yeah. And then I just launched too quickly for her to think about. It. I just launched and I say, you know, Robert would say, hey, you know, it's pronounced Darfin. And I'm like, I go, Robert, just say Darfin. Just be true to who you yeah. are. Yeah. Your last name's Darfin. And you don't need to be pretentious about yeah. it. So I was kind of talking about the girl. Yeah. And I go, but, you know, I say to him, look, Bobby, you know, this is, go with Darfin. It sounds good. And uh, and I actually, I think I reversed it. I was like, you know, uh, Robert was like, it's Darfin. It's not Darfin. I was like, yeah, but it sounds cooler. It's like, you know, Parisian. So you got to go with it. Just Bobby, trust me, just go with it. And so it is. It's Robert Darfin is his name. And then I go to leave and Kate turns to the girl and she goes, he hates it when, when TJ calls him Bobby. Ah. <laughs> so it was like the perfect one-two punch of yeah. Kate and me. And she doesn't usually do things like that. She didn't in this case. She just told me she was going to. But she doesn't really, she is that funny, but she just doesn't feel the need to do it or she kind of likes to just tell me or she, it's very interesting because she is incredibly funny obviously i mean i wouldn't marry somebody who's not incredibly funny but that was really fun it was kind of a come up and it's almost like a marx brother type of thing because i was making fun of this pretentious woman did Bobby you feel like Darfin. did you feel like on that same note did you feel like you tried to be funnier in real life before you became a comedian actor podcaster the whole thing because i i I felt like I was really trying to be funny too often in public. And once really? I became a comedian, I didn't have to anymore. And now people are like, Cash is a comedian? Wow, he didn't really seem like he says much. And I'm like, because I don't feel like I need to. You yeah, know what you, I mean? You I, always get that when you have social stuff and people don't know you. And then later they'll say to each other, 
yeah, I thought cash would be a lot funnier. Yeah, yeah. It really wasn't that funny. Yeah, yeah. But it's like you're off the clock. Right, you're off the clock. I mean, and it feels like cheating when you are funny, actually. When you're in a public situation or at a barbecue or something, it feels a little like, yeah, this is a little un- uncouth to be like working my, my skills here. Yeah, but you know it's I mean? pre- unless it's material, it's pretty fun. You know, and we both have a funny way of being funny, so it doesn't seem like, oh, he's really cracking wise. It's right. just both right. of us are just funny people people kind of laugh at us and um i think that when i was younger if i told you about the year that i wasn't funny no so when i was younger i was a real cut up in grade school and then i got to fifth grade however old you are in fifth grade and um it was either fifth or sixth but i remember is i got to fifth grade and i stopped being funny and Completely. And there was this guy named Josh Friedrich Olson, and he would make such stupid jokes that they would say, Josh joke, um, Josh joke alert, you know, or they'd be like, oh, just Josh and you, here we go. That was a way of talking about people who said something that wasn't funny. And he really had a um, a tough time with that. I think he moved schools because really? he was known so absolutely as an unfunny person. Yeah. And he was like a friend of mine growing up. And so then I just wasn't funny. People, you know, Josh joke or here's another TJ joke. And the entire year I wasn't funny. I would strike out and strike out. And there was never even one hope. So you were trying to be funny, but it wasn't working. You were in a slump. A year-long a cold slump. Stretch. Yeah, it was a long stretch of coldness. <laughs> a little dab won't do you. <laughs> Uh, that was a long dab. So a little um, dab most definitely will not do you. We've also got to talk about uh, the discovery of CBD versus THC marijuana. We have a lot to. I mean, there's a okay. lot to cover. So I'll just tell you. Cover. Let's let's get but into no, it. I, but no, I like your story. Don't get me wrong. So I want to hear it. <laughs> so you're like, uh-huh. all right, moving on. Yeah, I don't even let you finish. I'm like, we got a lot to cover. Yeah. The whole episode, you're trying to get back to it. So this this one year, you know, we got a lot to cover. Yeah, we. Speaking of years, you yeah. just keep using whatever. <laughs> <laughs> to get back to the agenda. It is your show. So then we went on this trip um, on sixth grade to like, you know, some Colorado town or ranch or something like that. And I... For a duel? I mean, we were up there. Uh, that's just what you do when you Colorado live in Denver. Is, yeah, it's in De- a, you know, you're a city kid. And so in you Denver, know how to like, duel, just in case the Wild West comes we, back. We yeah. really did. The Old West. In Denver, they took us to meet uh, similar age students, this is in junior high, from Creed, Colorado, which is like a backwards mountain town. It was a really weird, like, exchange where the band program. Creed was from, right? Abs- <laughs> I tried to say absolutely not so that this wouldn't happen. <laughs> I wish you guys could see his face. Is I'm hungry, I go, with mouths, with he's, you were, he's, yeah, okay. he's not saying he's blowing out of the side of his mouth. <laughs> okay, so you're up in Creed, uh, what Creed is, Town? What is singing but just practice blowing? <laughs> right? So, um, so we went to Creed and it was like, hey, country folk, these are city folk. Yeah. And city folk, this is country folk. So yeah. it's very strange. So it's a thing like that. I went and I remember so, so vividly. I started dealing cards and making jokes as the cards flipped over or didn't get it. And, oh, hey, now we know you have that one. Here, I'll find you a second one. Oh, okay. Ooh, sorry, it went off the table. Um, listen, you got to... That doesn't count. You got to lick that and give it back to me. It's, you know, it's five second rule. Just yeah. some jokes like that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, everybody was laughing so hard. 
And this guy, Jonathan Lerner Lewis, was like, oh, TJ's back. TJ's got it. Because I was funny before fifth grade. Yeah. And so now I was funny again. And I sincerely believe that it was just growing pains. I had had a child's, <laughs> not actual growing funny, pains. Funny bone pains. Funny bone pains. From downtown, yes. That's a th- the digger. The digger. A, th- a three-pointer by Steve Darfin. <laughs> By Steph Darfone. Um, so, yeah, I think that was just a weird transition of shedding an older sense of humor and getting a new one. But it didn't happen again. It served me very well. It's, you know, it's why I became the president of the school. But we've got a lot to talk about. A lot to talk about. We're doing our, uh, you know, we're talking a lot about sports on this episode. We're going to get to a little cliffhanger here for something that's coming up later on your radio dial. <laughs> Uh, we've got a, a funny a Padre story to tell you. Uh, Padres. That brings us to our first uh, sort of, you know, it's we always pr- like it's to pronounced show, Pedres. Yeah, okay. we always like to show uh, start the show with a little section we like to call the triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Uh, triple oh. banger lightning round. We have a story to tell you about the Padres, um, and this is exciting because we're we here. Do, California reopened. This is our first time playing yeah. to a live, full capacity, sold out crowds. And before we do, though, I wanted to say I feel like the sports. Bobby Darfs is the, here. The sports teams. I think it'd be better. I think Padres is a funny name. I like their mascot. But I think there should be more teams that are named after maladies, you know, uh, things we want to avoid, right? So here's which one's your favorite, which one do you think is best of these new sports teams? Because that's names. sort of a scary sports yeah, name. Yeah, you know? yeah, Okay. Like uh, the Tigers. Some new the uh, sports names. Uh, the Memphis Mumps. I like it. Yeah? Got yeah. the alliteration. Okay. The, uh, uh, the Virginia Vertigo. Yeah. Okay, I do like that. Okay. The uh, Maryland Measles. <laughs> That's the funniest one so far, I think. <laughs> the Michigan Hand, Foot, and Mouth Disease. <laughs> you put that with Michigan also. <laughs> because they're shaped like a... Don't they always say it's shaped like a hand? Can I... Michigan, Michigan like a mitten. Yeah, like a mitten. So the, the Hand, Foot, and Mouth Disease. That'd be a good yeah, name I like for that. that. Um, yeah. The Mitten, Mouth Disease. The Mitten, Mouth, and Calf Disease. <laughs> You know what I, I want to tell you? But they, they don't name teams after... One more, one more. The Fayetteville uh, Fetal Alcohol Syndrome. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one? Okay. It might be, but I got to say, I feel very strongly about this. All of these names, the, the quality of the team name is at the mercy of the name of the state. Hmm. Maryland Measles is funny because Maryland is a funny name. Virginia yeah. is not a funny yeah. name yeah. for a that's state. That's true. That's true. So you're in, you're in a tough spot there. But I, think I wrote these jokes uh, what about in the fifth grade. I was in a huge slump, <laughs> and I want to tell you a little bit about that. What about huge comedy slump? I'm sorry, we've got a lot to talk about. Um, what about the Fayetteville fallopian tubes? Ooh, I like that. That's a good one. Not something you know, to be I scared like, of. I used to at any one time. I always, for the first many years of my career, had a fallopian tube type based joke in my act, and they rarely work. For Is that reason. true? Yeah, I've often had fallopian tube punchlines. What? Because it's what's funny. What's an example of mine? I can't even remember them all. I've probably blocked them out since they worked so poorly. But I remember somebody saying to me once, "Are you always going to have be rotating some type of fallopian tube punchline?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I think so. I just think fallopian tubes. You, you got, I don't know. I can't even remember funny. what they're laughing. Just I don't even said. know what they are. Come Which on, joke? Just make one up that you because I want to understand. I think something like a strange. There was a joke about a strange fallopian tube, like a like a more minor injury. I don't know something. About I don't remember. That's funny though. A strained fallopian tube yeah. is great. Yeah. 
Well, I'm soccer sad players that, I'm get sad those a lot. Soccer anymore. players get yeah. a lot of floping tube injuries, and they lie on the ground. And that's the thing: if you just pull them off the field, they're not allowed to come back in. They're not going to fake their injuries as much. So that's very um, true. Okay, so I, t- I went to the uh, a Giants game with my kids, and they um, they showed us on the uh, the jumbo screen, the big screen TV. Um, they showed us uh, dancing together, and I got to tell you the. The big screen. That's the best. It's we had never been on the big screen before. You know, TV adds ten pounds. The big screen adds at least five hundred pounds because I was dancing with my kids and I looked. I saw the. I'm like, who? What? Who is that creepy, morbidly obese guy (laughs) dancing with my kids? Who is that bulbous creature dancing with my kids? I was almost wanting to grab them, get them away from this creepy man. And it was me. Yeah. And it was me. It was old me. It's old myself. Um, it was terrifying to see. It's terrifying to see yourself on that thing. I think that's you true. You ever seen yourself on the? Yeah, uh, I've been on really? it before. But um, yeah, it's weird. Lately, I had a really stunningly saddening moment where I had my shirt off and I was sort of slumped over, waiting for the um, chiropractor. And I looked at myself and I was like, "Is this what it's going to be? <laughs> Is this who you are?" It was very funny. And maybe it was the mirror, you know, it wasn't, wasn't a very flattering mirror, but you're saying the Jumbotron, not very flattering. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of moments where I look in a mirror and I'm thinking, who on earth would want to make love to that creature? <laughs> and that's the, that's why you get married. Cause you, you have creature. to, who on earth would succumb to the wishes of that hideous beast that I see before me? I mean, it's, it's just terrible. I just... I, I, aging is so brutal. I just I remember being totally okay with how I never thought I was like hot or something, but I, I was totally okay with it sometimes. I'd be like, hmm, not not too bad, right? Yeah. Now you're just in a chiropractor's office, looking in the mirror, going, "Is this is this it?" I can't even masturbate anymore. I'm so disgusted with my own body. I mean, it's just it's it's we get older. Look, it just feels like for all of us, just a matter of time. Uh, before I mean, before we slip in the shower, is that all this is now? Gotta, Just a slow march <laughs> towards slipping in the shower. Is that all that life is now? Welcome to the Upper Podcast, <laughs> where we'll be trying to lift you up and leave you there, filled with hope, excitement, and optimism. On today's tomorrow, which is now. Back to you, Cash, talking about the slow march to your own accidental towards death. death. <laughs> towards death. Uh, so. My next tour is called the Bulbous Uncle Tour. And I just think it's funny. Kate and I were laughing yeah. so hard at those two I words like together. Yeah. Bulbous is... And then my agent was like, oh, it, Bulbous is like fat, so it's the Fat Uncle Tour. And I was like, that's not the joke. The joke is this the, the sound of the words. Yeah. And Kate said, don't worry about that. He's just an agent. He can't... He doesn't understand absurdity, you know? Yeah, bulbous is uh, is the perfect word for the, for the situation. Bulbous uncle. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun to hear people say, like, um, Kate's father, I told him what the tour was. <laughs> we showed him that I had a special poster made. Yeah. And he goes, he goes, oh, the Bulbous Uncle Tour. That should be fun. <laughs> bulbous Uncle Tour. I like the way he said it. And yeah. so he just said it really funnily. And then I'm going to have the announcers announced me, you know, from the Bulbous Uncle Tour, ladies and gentlemen, TP Wee Wee, or whatever it ends up being. <laughs> I'm doing the uh, Rotund Rancher Tour. It's just in the Pacific. That's Northwest. great. See, alliteration yeah, is always the, yeah. funnier. It's up in the... Uh, Why do you think that is, that alliteration is funny? <laughs> 
Is it that it's funny that it kind of worked out? It's like, how can two words yeah. that belong together also start with the first letters? Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I can't. It's seriously something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we don't know what it is. I'm skeptic, but seriously something. Yeah, yeah. I, um. Hurricane Sandy. Just <laughs> keep trying to go up with the S words. Sunday. Um, yeah, continue. Sorry. So last time I saw you, something I thought about a lot the last many weeks. Right. Um, I was talking to you in the car on the way to the airport about this great sandwich I had had at the comedy club. Um, it was. I said it's the best BLT I've ever had. And uh, at the comedy club this. in Tacoma, I was like, it's just the best one I've ever had. And. You're like, yeah, it was pretty good, right? You, I think you agreed. Yeah. And I, I, I've never had anything like it. And I'm like, what I liked about it is they didn't have that extra piece of bread and that, that uh, you know, there's no turkey in it. And <laughs> I, I really liked I really liked how it had a lot of mayonnaise, but you didn't even, like, I've never eaten one like that. <laughs> and you thought I was joking, I think, right? Yeah, I did. Because I was like, and, with the turkey? Yeah. And the bread in between, and I you go, and I go. Yeah. That's a club sandwich. Yeah. And I go, no, no, no. I go. He's talking about a completely different sandwich. And I made it worse too, because I go, you know, April orders them all the time, which she does. Like if I order for her, I order her a club. So I don't know why I was thinking that's the same as a BLT. Bottom line, I had it never has elements. I had never had a BLT before, ever. <laughs> and they're they're the best sandwich, and it's in great. Fact, are you it's ready great. for this? Yeah. That's what I ate for breakfast. And also, you and I were talking about BLTs, and we'd text each other and say, I'm really feeling like a BLT now. Wasn't that a great BLT? And the reason is because they're as simplistic as a hamburger, but much lighter. Yeah. All you need is toasted white bread, bacon, a nice piece of lettuce, two tomatoes, and mayonnaise. And it's just a, it's a truly scrumptious, as my father would say, it's a truly scrumptious combination of elements in a sandwich. But I, I, I had one today and I thought to myself, this is my favorite sandwich because there's meat in it, but it is so um, it is so uh, light. There's such a lightness to it. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm getting I even just a second got lost and thought about how I don't think Kate and I are going to eat <clears throat> um, octopus anymore. Because we saw that movie, My Octopus yeah. Teacher. Yeah, I saw it. And so we're not going to, I don't think we're going to eat. I, I don't think I will either ever again. Can you not know, that calamari, I Calamari I wasn't eating not a ton good of enough. Yeah, I wasn't eating. It's not worth it. Calamari's not worth it. And I don't know that I'll eat bacon for the rest of my life because the pigs are really smart. They're just, they got a bum deal in their consciousness with the factory farming. And that's what's so sad because I'm just starting to experience the BLT. And yet I feel the same way. I was going away from bacon. We talked about it yesterday. You don't need bacon on a cheeseburger. No, get it off of there. All put it's it, doing is detracting. Take that off and put it in a, a club sandwich and call it a BLT. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's just, a, I think it actually takes over the burger. It takes over the And taste. I never, given the possibility of sausage versus bacon, I always choose sausage. Yeah, especially if it's patty. Links, I'll take them. Okay, but a, a turkey sausage patty, I remember from my childhood that was my favorite thing to have for breakfast: is eggs and a turkey yeah. turkey sausage patty. We're talking about food here on one hundred two point three, the muffin, the muffin. and <laughs> and uh, that takes us to our muffin. <laughs> that takes us to the our breakfast uh, muffin. 
to our triple banger lightning round. Question, question two, two. Question two. 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 Is it time to uh, standardize the uh, scoop of ice cream, the size of it? Because I I got one recently where I I was like, where's the rest of it? This isn't a scoop. <laughs> this is a this is a dollop. You know? Do I look, uh, said, sir? I said a I little go, dollop won't do me. <laughs> Um, I said, I said, this is, I go, do I look lactose intolerant? I, where's the, come on, let's get some, get, get some over. wrist in there. Get some wrist in get there. Well, and get that, it, the, should it should be on the metric system or a standard? No, what do so you think? The, the problem with that is, and I thought about this a long time ago. The problem with that, is, the problem and what happened is we went from ice cream scoop. That was how you got ice cream was okay. with the scoop yeah. in the fifties and the sixties, right. all that. And then within our lifetime, they invented the ice cream palette. Oh, the ice that cream, thing, yeah, uh, that straight thing? Blade or whatever you yeah. call it. And that made it easier to get the ice cream, but it's it was up to the scooper, the size of the ice cream. It used to be all ice cream cones had the same size ice cream ball because it came from the same scoop. Were there a lot of scooper injuries back then? Is that what we're... Not as much as with the uh, ice cream blades of, of yore. Of today, the old ice cream blade. But the, now, were there were there uh, was there was there elbow problems or was there uh, I see what you're saying. I mean, I mean were there I thought you meant injuries where they are used to murder someone. No, 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 no. I don't mean to uh, as weapons. I mean actually. But that's the ice body, cream blade. Know, that's what they yeah. used. I mean, some some scoopers suffered tendonitis of the wrist, and they had to be hunted down and killed. They killed. Them. <laughs> <laughs> they sent them to an island. And challenge them to kill. It was just whoever. a matter of time before those people fell in the shower. That's really what. Uh, That's where it was all yeah, headed. That's all where it That's went where it was down. All yeah. headed, Daddy. But I, you know. Oh, I think we're going to do a tattoo reveal on this. Uh, oh, okay. We're doing a tattoo reveal. We're also doing a cliffhanger because on the next episode, we're nearing the end of our first installment of this two-parter. <laughs> and let me tell you, the old cliffhanger. Yeah, the old cliffhanger. We, the old uh, cliff we did our first and dangling for the next episode. We've never talked about that. Yeah. Cliffhanging and dangling. Cliffhanging and dangling. Yeah. Yeah, that means that you're you the know, old swoops to save people, by the goalies. People yeah. don't know when the when when it's going to dangle. That's the cliff hanging <laughs> and dangling. We're going to uh, cliffhanger two things. The it's great to do a tattoo reveal on a podcast. And by the way, you can that get this funny. podcast on vinyl if you'd like. Uh, we, we've got a new. Uh, you can play it through here. a phonograph. You can hey, hey. <laughs> I was thinking about those old-timey people with the phonograph thing, but they put it in their ear. Hmm? Yeah. Hey! Yeah. What is it? Speak up! <laughs> We're also uh, cliffhangering. Um, we did our first sneak-in together. We're going to talk about that on the next episode. It's going to be out it's of gonna, control. It's, it's kind of out of control. We have never done one together after all these years, so it felt felt really good. And and it, uh, it was the best that it possibly I'm not gonna tell could you, have been. Well, because one of us got caught and one of us didn't. Cliffhanger. Uh, Cliffhang, gangling, dangling. Um, in any event, we'd need to standardize the scoop. We've discovered that. Uh, we've, we've discovered that uh, we're getting a little bit older. Yep. That's, that's one of the things we've discovered. That's what we've discovered. Um, I'm, I'm having... Do you think they need more... Options with adult diapers? Yes. That's exactly... What happened yeah. to the thong? Why can't we have an adult <laughs> thong diaper? Can we talk about the uh, the towel bin at the pool and how people sure. often use I it walked through as the a pool. trash can? And the trash can they often use as the towel bin. And we need to sort of get the shapes and sizes 
correct at the pool so that this doesn't continue to happen. Because yeah, folks, one should be folks, a whole. I wiped myself down the other day with a Skittles wrapper. <laughs> folks. Uh, I love that. Yeah, because the, the towels aren't trash, and the trash is very ineffective at drawing people off. Yeah. But um, I realized with the tattoo, I can't really go swimming with you. Are you serious? Yeah, I th- I bought something that is waterproof, but I think at least I'll have to wait until um, Sunday, maybe. I'm not sure. Really? Yeah, it's a shame. We should have gone yesterday, but this is how it worked out to do it. Um, but that's great. So do you want to, should we well, do... We're doing back and forth between uh, some triple bangers and also a little where were you. One more thing about getting old. This happened to me in Las oh, Vegas. Yeah, I wanted to tell you this story. I was actually propositioned by a lady of the night. What? Yeah. Uh, and um, this is this is where I am in my life. Uh, I was flattered. Uh, and I knew she was a uh, lady for hire. And yet I still was like really flattered. I thought to myself, she had a couple of Winnebago's that you could uh, rent. <laughs> I thought to myself, <laughs> she was leasing out those Winnebago's. I thought to myself, I've still got it. Yeah. She thinks I'm rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's new, right? That's yeah. good. Yeah. But um, I'm sorry that I interrupted him. That's okay. That was it. But I really was flattered for a second. And uh, is it mean to, I mean, to lead a, a call girl on and make her think maybe something could happen? Because we've suffered that as men our whole lives. I mean, it's like going to cool? a dealership and just saying, I want to drive this car around and asking about all the different options and everything when you have no intention of buying it. Yeah. So you think it is. Well, no. So if you think that's cool. a dick move, then, you know. That's not cool. No. Let's do a couple triple, let's do a couple maskers. What do you think? Okay. A couple maskers? Yeah, I don't have my phone. I that's okay. I got my phones and my uh, shoes in the room. Okay. Purpose. Okay. Uh, let's see. You ready? Like 85% of superheroes, this is Maskers. Uh, Milo Mindbinder. Minderbinder. I like it. Writes, throw cheese and bacon bits and sour cream and all the chives in some dirt. Add water. Fully loaded mud. Ah, like that. <laughs> I mean, he really thought about that. Fully you know? loaded mud. That's very funny. <laughs> I like that. Um, Did you get the ones that I sent to you? Yes, let me find those. Yes. We can do those on next those. episode if you want. No, no, no. Let's do it right now. Um, just stall for a second here. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my sweetie pie. I cannot wait to see you. When I'm away, I feel I'll die. I know that you are disappointed with my okay, penis size, but I still want it in between your thighs. <laughs> Uh, this is uh, somebody sent this to you. Jushi. Jewish sushi or Sean Connery saying juicy. <laughs> Rule number one. That's a great one. Rule oh number God. one. I don't even remember him. That's great. Rule number one. Who is juicy? <laughs> Am I a cop? <laughs> juicy. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> I think it's Sean Connery. I mean, yeah, it can't Sean not be. It's be juicy. Just left work, quote unquote. Just left work. Something you say when leaving your place of employment, or something people with a broken right arm say. 
<laughs> that's great too. Well, that's why he sends it to me. I mean, it's it's a good one. You can do, Just but I always forget work. him. I have such a bad memory. But um, yeah, I love that. You could even throw in um, Sean Connery asking for the chef to only use of the Asian chef to only use the wok on the left side of the stove. <laughs> Just left wok. Just left wok. No right wok. Uh, Black Chicken Salad writes a Lethal Weapon sequel where Murtaugh makes a cameo appearance with Stevie Wonder. Part-time Glover? (laughs) (laughs) Part-time Glover. Oh, Oh, see, that's that's great when the siren comes. I don't know if you can hear that in the background. A siren is actually trying to save me. Yeah, Um, save me, I should say. Uh, this is just simply too. It's bright. too bright for you. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna. Keep going. Okay, we're gonna go. We're doing a few more here. Um, thank you for sending these. I like this one. Not Neil Patrick writes the microwave, hardest working lazy Susan in the business. I saw that one. I yeah. love that. That's Absolutely, it is the lazy Susan of reheating food, of heating all parts of the food, <laughs> and it doesn't have to do anything. Uh, okay, Del Acosta writes: Is it immoral for the world's second oldest person to excitedly check the obituaries every morning, with hope that they are finally champion? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. And that, my friends, that is the is the perfect ending to the falling in the shower episode. <laughs> I like it. Do you? It really is. It's perfect. Do you want to do the tattoo reveal on this one? Because yeah. we've got the sneak in one for the next episode. So let's do let's okay. do this. So okay. Okay. I don't have any tattoos. And I was never going to get a tattoo. Kate doesn't really like tattoos. She doesn't have a tattoo. And I wouldn't get a tattoo that K8 didn't like. And there's nothing. Also, big thing for me about tattoos is I could never think of something so funny that it would last forever, that it would be funny forever. It's really tough. It's like... That is hard. Um, there are some funny ones like... Um, a neck tattoo that says unemployable. I always thought a barcode would be cool on your neck, you know, kind of futuristic. But then I was like, that won't be cool forever. And then a really funny one is no regrets, but regrets is spelled wrong. That's an incredibly funny tattoo, you know, like no regrets. Yeah. So, um, or no regrets, yeah. no, no gets. Yeah. No regrets. And um, so I just could never think of anything. And I thought, I thought you know, I, I would get a tattoo of something that signifies something important. I just couldn't think of any. I'm not going to get a tattoo of like a friend that died or something like that. I, already, I don't need that on my body. And then I thought of a tattoo that I wanted to get. And I told Kate. And I thought, oh, she's probably going to be like, no, don't. I said, I'm thinking about getting a tattoo. And she said... No, don't get a tattoo. I mean, what are you going to, you know? And I said, well, wait, hear what it's of, you know? And she goes, okay. And I told her, and she was like, that's actually really cool. That's like a really great idea for a tattoo. And I said, yeah, I kind of want to do it. So we went, first of all, I kept the bandage over my second vaccine shot. I kept that on my arm. And I actually put bandages over it to keep it in the right, that correct Mm -hmm. position. And then I wore it for like a month and a half because I was waiting to do the tattoo at this one tattoo parlor 
in our neighborhood that looks like it does really like fine artwork stuff. And um, we went there and I told them what the tattoo was and they were like, we can't do that. And I was like, why not? And they, well, because we don't have any color like that. And I said, you don't have any like kind of darker brown or red that's muted? And they said, no, no, no. We, and they showed me all their colors. And they're like, we have bright colors. People want a tattoo. They either want it in black or they want it bright, you know? And uh, it was really a heartbreaking thing. I was like, I'm not going to get this tattoo. This is the one tattoo. And this was the place to do it because I don't know any other places. And the people that I know, but the guy goes, you need to go to a cosmetic tattoo artist for that. So, okay. But then I was like, you know what? It's just not going to work out, you know? And then on the way here, I kept, even though I said I'm not going to get, I just kept it on. And then on the way here, I looked up cosmetic tattoo and I found this person with <coughs> a lot of, um, uh, you know, a lot of positive feedback on, and I liked their logo and all that. So I emailed them. And I, I said, I need you to do this tattoo. And I explained it. And they said, I don't, we don't do that kind of work. Uh, wishing you the best. And then I emailed back. I go, yeah, but it's going to be on my arm. And I explained it more. And she was like, well, we, we don't have any appointments tomorrow. And so then I wrote back. And then I signed my name, TJ Miller from the Emoji Movie. And then she emailed me back and was like, I thought you were trolling me. But if this really is TJ Miller... Give me a call. And so eventually I called her and she totally thought somebody was impersonating me. And so today when I got it, we were talking about that. And and she actually said what I was thinking, which is, why would somebody pretend to be TJ Miller? Why wouldn't they pretend to be somebody better? That's what she said to me. <laughs> and then and then she said at one point, she goes, but I thought if he calls me, I'll recognize him by his voice. And I said, yeah, that's because I sound like him. I sound a lot like T.J. Miller. Right. And she was like, okay. And so she was willing to do it, and it was really inexpensive. And um, here's what the tattoo is. You ready? Yeah. Doing the big tattoo reveal on, um, on the old... Uh, on the old... This will be on vinyl, by the way. This like is all going to be on vinyl. vinyl. Here, now I get to be disappointed with my body in the, at the utmost level. <laughs> the bulbous. Bulbous uncle to her. Welcome to the bulbous stylings. That's great. I love comedic Mr. Styling. T.J. Miller. All right. So, Cash. Have you seen it yet? Um, yeah. And it, here's the thing. It's important to know. Yeah. It's very, very dark. It's much darker yeah. than it will be. Yeah, because, because cosmetics. So what I said is, why don't I do the outline of the second vaccine band-aid, mm -hmm. but only do it by touching up freckles. Mm -hmm. So just making some of the freckles, because yeah. I have freckles all over my body. Yeah. Just putting some of the Always freckles. Always bragging about the freckles. I can't God. stop. I'm so tired of Can't stop, won't stop. Freckle brags. Freckle brags. <laughs> That's like Fraggle Rock. That's all the cousins of the Fraggle Rock people yeah. work at and yeah. work and live at Freckle. Yeah. Flecker. Freck. Fle what is it? Freckle, Freckle brags. It's hard to say. Try saying that it three is. times and then another 20 times and put that in your marshmallow and bank it. <laughs> all right. So. I had her do it so that it's, you know, an outline. That's beautiful. I'm joking. He hasn't, he hasn't shown it yet. It. It's the big reveal on the podcast. Big reveals. Okay, so it's a lot darker and it will fade, but check that out. 
Well, I, okay. What? It's hard for me to see. It's that's the bandage. That's the bandaid. And when it fades, it's a tattoo of a bandaid. Yeah. And it, what will happen is when it fades, you won't be able to tell that I have a tattoo unless I tell you. Because it's it'll look like more freckles. Let me look at it. I haven't given it really And if if you know, if you, I think it looks good. If you, you don't like it. On a, you know, maybe you're not getting the, the type of response, you, you know. If you, if you, because it's all about the response. No, but I'm just saying, like, or you want to wear, because I know you love to wear tank tops on stage. Uh, you often wear uh, just nothing but a cummerbund. A lot of people don't do that with that, that cummerbund look that T.J. Miller does, where he will just go on stage with nothing but a cummerbund. True. Um, you could always put a Band-Aid on that if you felt like it. You know, it's Band-Aid optional because it's a, basically it's a tattoo of a Band-Aid. Well, what was funny is at the end, she finished <laughs> I it. I like that. And then she put a bandage over the Band-Aid. Yeah. So it was sort of a it was sort of a redundancy. It's pretty cool, but I think that... I like it. I like it a lot, but I think there's... She's missing one little freckle. And so I might go back in and have her do that one. Um, but I'm also coming back at the end of July so I could just drive down here. Um, and maybe spend the and night at your freckle. place and, ha- and do a freckle and add a freck, <laughs> add a freck or two, a little a little freckle, do ya? Boop 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 bo